0: Welcome into the hustle show podcast final four edition. It is set here. This is the finale of the hustle season two. Chris Thurston, Kelly Stewart, Adam Trigger. I am Drew Martin. We are presented by Viva Tequila Seltzer, refreshing and drinkable hard seltzer, 88 calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, 4.5% ABV. Viva, the perfect drink for your post-game or pre-game celebrations as it was created with the active lifestyle in mind. VivaTequilaSeltzer.com. Hustle20 at checkout takes 20% off your order wherever you get it shipped to. Also powered by Wagertalk.com. You're looking for some free plays, guys. guys check it out, Wagertalk.com. Also, the best free live odds in the industry. When we're talking sides, totals, that's where we're looking. Where these lines are available, we are talking uh, final four here FAU, San Diego State, and then Miami, UConn. Then we'll open it up to the NIT and any baseball going around the horn here at Kelly in Vegas, Barstool Sportsbook, Kelly Stewart, wagertalk.com. Welcome on in, Kelly. How you feeling?
1: Uh, CT Bats and I did not agree to talk baseball, so when you guys say <laughs> after like the last 10 minutes of the show we'll just log off. Okay. Cause <laughs> we already said this, we're not betting baseball. We're not doing this again, this year, speak for we yourself, enjoy the grind. Listen, I know we're, we're not the biggest fan of the tweet of the guy that tweeted it, but full disclosure, I loved it. Like I, I just want to start on football right now. We've got the masters coming up. We've got some great live tournaments. We've got hockey playoffs around the corner, NBA, we've got the NFL draft. We've got transfer portal already happening for college basketball. And we've got spring games going on. How do you, how do you bet on the transfer need baseball. portal? We just don't need it. So, Drew, <laughs> to answer your question, I am doing great. Uh, my liver is still not recovered from New York City. My mm-hmm. heart will probably never recover. Uh, but I'm I'm doing very well. And, uh, man, uh, I, need, I, need, uh, I, need, I need a team to come through for me, and we'll talk about it here uh, when we get to that game.
0: We'll get some Final Four winners from Kelly and uh, maybe a little beach time in the offseason for KIV. We got – Chris Thurston at ctbet 16 on Twitter. CT was bringing the heat last show, man. Oh, man, that analysis, spot on. CT, welcome in, buddy.
2: Unfortunately, Drew, the analysis was not spot on. And uh, Samson cannot uh, put a dying horse on his back, bring him the water, and bring him back to life. Um, So, apologize to anybody who tailed uh, that play. I lost a lot of money on that play. I, I managed to go four and three last week, uh, drew Thursday through Sunday and lost money. So uh, it wasn't anywhere near as good as uh, week one of uh, March Madness, the first couple of rounds, but I'm alive. I'm breathing and uh, I'm ready to go back from New York uh, or New Jersey. I should say with Kelly and Ariel and Trigg. And uh, I like a couple things on Saturday. So looking to, uh, cash some winners and
0: finish strong here we got those two games coming up maybe not spot on but the uh the emotion was there man and i know the people appreciated that we got adam trigger at top flight si wager trig welcome in buddy how you feeling i feel great you two speak for yourself
3: tomorrow's opening day baseball is the best sport there is i i mean it's it's amazing it, like listen you don't want to bet it that's fine we'll talk to you in september not a problem uh, i'll be it. I will be grinding out baseball every single day. I'll be grinding PT, out three baseball. How amazing would it ha-
1: would it be not to have to talk to Trig until the wager talk meet and greet in August? Like that I would mean, just like make my life. You'll
3: miss a, you'll miss a lot of winners, but if that's what <laughs> you want to do, that's what that, then that's fine. Um, yeah, my my college basketball season uh, postseason was going as good as imaginable until Wisconsin didn't score a point for nine straight minutes last night. Cost me my five percent. Tuesday play, what, like, Drew, come on now, to lose a $2 Tuesday play in that fashion, no points for the final nine minutes, it's kind of like, I'm kind of done with college hoop after that, to be perfectly honest. I
1: I think that's like, I don't think you can be done, you can't end the season like that. So I walk into dinner, and I'm I'm practicing (laughs) this news thing about being more present which I'm really terrible at but I'm trying to be so we have friends in town I'm like okay we're gonna go to dinner it's up they're up 41 29 like I don't even need to check the phone I'll go to the bathroom just make the final score it was good I go in and I was like this, this can't be right this, this cannot be right I walk it's outside awful. to get better cell phone reception can you imagine being a Wisconsin Badgers fan I would just like K-State broke my heart I was really disappointed but my god they didn't do that to me.
2: Yeah, I was live on radio last night, and I had Wisconsin plus one and a half as well. And I, I didn't even want to do the show anymore. I, I, I wanted to smash everything and just walk out of studio. It, it was. C. C., very... do you guys have
1: a TV in your in your oh, radio yeah. studio? So you oh, were yeah. watching it live. I was
2: watching it live. Oh yeah.
1: I'm. I'm actually just glad I didn't have to watch. I think it's like the only like solace that I have in that because if I had to watch that live, you're right. I would have trashed the studio and left.
3: Yeah, yeah, it was painful. It was coming too. You could you could feel it with about six minutes to go, and then it looked like you, you could then feel that could...
1: they weren't going to score for nine minutes. How does that even, not that they
3: that even not that they weren't going to score? But, but Wisconsin they were got yeah. they got outplayed all second half. I mean, they but it, it was unbelievable. And the crazy thing is, if we get one of those foul shots at the end and it play like it, we probably it probably lands one and, and we cash, so it's a even worse beat. But um. Other than that, college hoop has been great. I might bet this weekend. I don't know. Like, there's listen, there's four games left. Nit final, two final four games, national championship on Monday. All the lines are incredibly tight. Yep. I'm sitting on you. I'm sitting on a UConn thirty to one ticket to win the whole thing. I don't even know if I need to bet, Cal. I don't know. Finishing it with a UConn thirty to one win w- would be uh, good enough for me.
1: I kind of feel the same, and I was gonna save it till we got into the games. And I wanted to ask your guys' opinion because I respect it. So I talked to Brett about it this morning. And essentially, we just decided, let it ride. So Chris and uh, Adam know that K-State cost me a lot in the Calcutta. Bottom line, it, when I got the, the numbers, I was on the flight to Detroit Saturday, Sunday morning. I'm like, okay, reality is set in. K-State lost. Not going to Houston. Cancel your flight there. Figure out your, your opportunity here with, you know, San Diego State being a dog versus Creighton. They're the last team I had alive. I elected not to hedge versus Creighton. San Diego State got the job done by the grace of God. And now I'm free rolling. But the amount of money that each team. So if you win the round of, you know, 64, you get paid 1%. You round And it keeps going up. Uh, it's a pretty sizable chunk divided by four guys. Uh, it'd be about $100,000 each. And I don't know what. To do, I don't know if I'm free rolling because we've already got money in the uh, proverbial bank from them beating Creighton. K State uh, was a really expensive loss, uh, unfortunately. But I don't know what would you guys do. Would you guys throw a little bit on FAU money line and just guarantee yourself a little bit more money? I, I I've never really been in this position before because Trig, you've got thirty to one on UConn, so you're right. Why bet the game? Well. I've essentially got $100,000 on SDSU money line. Yeah. Do I somehow call a bunch of people and say, hey, I need to get some bets down on the other side to guarantee myself 50 grand?
3: Um, first of all, you don't take the money line there. You, you, would, you would bet plus two. The plus because, two, yes. Yes, because there's, there's plenty the of chance these games. chance I can middle. Chance you can middle. Plenty of games and land to, like, you would bet plus two. Agree. I would pro I would probably do that if I was you. Yeah. I would put some on yeah. plus two FAU. I mean, I don't know if I'll hedge UConn, but I don't know if I even I don't know if I love UConn in the semi, but it's like I, I didn't risk it. like I don't know. I think well, I, that's had the five, thing. I have five hundred no at thirty to right? one, like not
1: so crazy. Because yeah. San Diego State won, we're now I mean, I, I have no risk. I, it, the way the, cool. the Calcutta works is you pay yeah, at the end Kel- of the year.
3: A hundred, a hundred K is different. Like, so I'm, I'll just throw, I'm live for 15 K on, on okay. UConn. I have, I have um, 500 total um, at 30 to one. And I actually so want to look like at the correct number. Yeah. I have, I,
2: a, I have a small 200 at 20 to one. It's
3: yeah. Like 14. I'm just, I'm not, I won't even think about hedging that until the final. In which case, if I like FAU or San Diego state, I will take the points and try to middle. Like, I wouldn't – I won't just straight hedge it. Um, okay, I
1: was wrong. I apologize. So, right now, we're up nine grand in the Calcutta. If they beat – sorry, I ha- he has sent me these notes uh, the other day, and I kind of glanced over them. If they beat FAU, that would be plus 53,000. If, for some reason, they win the national title, which defense wins championships, they say. They can win. Be- <laughs> they can beat either of those teams. 121,000. Oh, wow. So that's where, so I almost wonder if it would be something like maybe, would you? How, okay, so how much should I put? What do you guys think? Somebody drop it in the thing. I know I need to ask VR. That's a good point. Drew, how much would you put on FAU plus two as a hedge to guarantee yourself money?
0: Um, on, if, on Saturday. If, yeah, and you're going to so win nine grand the other what?
1: way. 53000 is what? Right now, I got $9,300 just sitting there that I'm already guaranteed.
0: 50k yeah 50k i'd I'd put it i'd put 10k the other way on the plus two with the plus one as a middle there because that 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 that's one and and a half
1: right is it plus one or no it's plus two but
0: if it lands one you're gonna win yeah
1: yeah
0: so that's what i would do fau plus two for 10k Trey, i mean if you
3: if you can find listen if you can find like you know find your lower juice sites like that minus 105 site you had it take two and a half minus 115 because then you then you could land two and hit both and i and um, i saved
1: purposely saved ct for last because well, ct doesn't hedge just it, like i don't hedge ct I mean, adds ct does not hedge he adds so yeah but he's also back. like the two a, rational like, people that are not like me first and now i'm gonna ask the guy that's like me chris what do you think
2: i mean We'll get the best bets at the end. San Diego State's my best bet. So me
1: too. Uh, <laughs> I love San Diego State. This spot.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, you. you... I, I'd probably do five, Cal. I. I guess. I. I that's I don't kind of really because know.
1: they both said ten. I'm like, okay, five. Yeah. And in worst case, I win forty nine hundred bucks, and I've had right three weeks worth of entertainment.
2: I, I'd probably do five. I, I I would in in your shoes probably bite off a chunk. Uh, I mean that that that's real money, you know, so guarantee yourself at least some so for some godforsaken reason uh aztecs do end up losing you don't really want to fully jump out the window you just want to half jump out the window fair enough yeah i think that's yeah. a good fa F- go. FAU san diego state's a coin flip to me it like,
3: is i would i would hedge like i would definitely hedge on either side if i had either side i i would probably put something on the other side
1: okay well, thanks, guys. Now I like now question. everybody knows that me and CT already have uh, San Diego State Best Bet, so we can go. You guys can talk about baseball, and we'll see you guys on Saturday.
0: <laughs> Sounds good to me. You're going up against...
1: Uh, <laughs> I know, you love the, the L. Go, go ahead, Drew. Go ahead, Drew. Tell me how much you love the Owls on Saturday. Oh my
0: gosh, I can't believe well, you guys I are did. going on the Aztecs. I I, did. It's just, it's, it's four guys that can handle the ball. They can all score, and that big man down low from Russia, guys, he God. is talented. Yeah, he, he knows his to, role. Kelly. Don't sell, don't sell them short, Drew. There's like
3: seven guys that are all really good on that FAU team.
1: No, the, oh, yeah. they have one of the most, they have one of the most cohesive teams. They yeah. have a very experienced team. Listen, I watched them. I watched the first half versus Tennessee, so I didn't watch their comeback. But then I watched, obviously, the entire game against K-State. I mean, this team doesn't quit. They don't. They were down six, a couple minutes left. Went bang down some threes. We know they can hit that. But then on the flip side, here you have San Diego State, the, one of the best three-point defenses in the country. Mm-hmm. And look what they did to Creighton. They just – it just was like a slow cut. They just died by a million cuts.
0: Yeah. It's Can't not like, this, they're not
1: exciting on offense. They're, they're actually miserable to watch on offense.
0: What about the flip side of the argument? W- what about what FAU did to Tennessee, that same type of profile? Great de- de- Very good three point. Point defense. That's, that's kind of the tough thing with this handicap. They both excelled against that same profile. You're on You're right. The other side. Number one
1: defense. Number one three-point defense. Wow.
0: I mean, l- listen, the, my thing and
3: the reason that's going to keep me off at San Diego State is so at some point, some of these threes might go in. And FAU's a t- they're they're a top 53 point shooting team. They've been pretty proficient at shooting the three all year. So like, is this the game where San Diego State finally like gives up some threes? And if they do, like their margins have not been like the razor thin margin that they beat Creighton by. Like one more shot goes in, they they, they lose that game. So I don't know. I, I think you can make a really good case for both of these teams, um, which is why I'd probably hedge if
0: I was on either side. Yeah, put the points in your pocket. CT, what are you thinking here, man? You're, you're really liking San Diego State?
2: Yeah, I mean, do you want me to – my? are we doing best bets in the end? Do you want me to give my, uh, my breakdown on why now. I like it now?
0: That, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, San
2: Diego State is um, – yeah, they're, they're my best bet. And I think that, you know, talking about it here, you guys, you know, both make great points, Drew, Trigg, and, and, and Kelly. But I – from what I have seen is the one thing that has really helped the owls in this tournament is that they've been dominant on the glass, right? Not sure if you guys noticed, but they've, they've grabbed a ton of offensive rebounds, Uh, 14 against K state and 18 against Memphis. Now they have to face the Aztecs, probably the best rebounding team. Well, definitely the best rebounding team they faced in the country uh, or faced in the tournament, arguably probably the best rebounding team in the country. I think that's going to cause some shooting problems with FAU. They're not going to be getting their second, their third chance shots that they're used to getting all tournament, especially like they got against Kansas state. The the Aztecs, I mean, they're all grown men. They are grown men. They played with each other for years. This isn't a transfer portal team. They all came back to play with each other uh, and make a run at this thing. Um, remember the COVID year? how good this team was when it got Mm -hmm. shut down. Most of these kids were on that team. I think Brian Dutcher has done an unbelievable job with this program. He's picked up right where Steve Fisher left off. Can they win in a shootout game? No. I I will sit here and tell you they cannot. But can they win a sloppy, grinded-out game? Yeah, they can. And we've seen it. And I think that's what this is going to be. And... I want the Brian Dutcher kids on my side rather than the kids from Florida Atlantic. I saw a tweet today how coaches have been trying to poach these kids all tournament long after they lose to them. Half these kids are thinking to themselves, oh, shit, man. Yeah, this is great being in the final four. I could be playing Duke UN for Duke next year. I could be playing for UNC next year. If they're not used to playing in front of that many people, I don't know. Do they have one foot out the door? Are they going to be able to keep focused here? I'm not sure they can. These Aztecs kids, I, this is their last chance. I could guarantee Brian Dutcher will have this team ready to go and grind out a game. Not sure if you guys remember Steve Fisher, Brian Dutcher, they were at Michigan getting t- uh, together. For a very long time. Fab five. Remember that? Remember who, who got all those guys? Those are these two. I'm going to put my money on the Aztecs and the defense and man, their offense is really sloppy. But man, when it comes down to it and they need to knock down some shots, all we heard about was how good Matt Bradley was, right? He has been non, he hasn't even been relevant. And a little birdie told me that he's battling, uh, some aftermath from covid that's why he hasn't been a hundred percent that really doesn't come into my i don't really care it doesn't scare me just because he hasn't been a factor at all i mean everybody has kind of picked uh picked up the slack for him i like the aztecs they're my best bet florida atlantic is not going to the finals plain and simple
0: ct bets 16 on Twitter. CT, and one other thing to, to your point on San Diego State, it's in a ba- or it's not in a basketball arena. It's in the football stadium for the Houston Texans, and their three-point defense up against FAU that likes to shoot a lot of three-point shots, the depth perception behind the basket. Is that anything you think might, might help them as well? The Shots not falling for FAU as much?
2: It, it seems like uh, whenever we go to the final four, right? Or to me, it does. Whenever we go to the final four, it seems like the shots are harder to fall. Yeah, that that's what I've just got out of it for watching it uh, for so long. So, yeah, that,
0: that I mean, that's uh, you bring up a pretty good point there, uh, Drew. I mean, it, and, and I thought that was that was interesting what you said, kids trying to pull them. I guess. Yeah, that would be the case. I wonder how much that's happening just across college basketball. Um, Maybe maybe not. But FAU plays in front of twenty nine hundred people in Boca Raton. And they're right. going to be playing in front of more than seventy thousand. That's just know. wild. I mean, yeah. it
2: really is, though. But, but think right. about it. A lot of I mean, those they... kids
0: are are definitely going to be gone.
2: You think Dusty May is going to be back at Florida Atlantic no, Dusty next May's year? Gone. Get the come Dusty on. Dusty
0: May's gone. No, I mean, Lane, Lane Kiffin stayed for how long? Three or four years, right?
2: Yeah, but Lane didn't really have another choice. Considering I, I wasn't here,
3: <laughs> I wasn't here. Dusty May linked to any jobs prior to this, but I mean, now you get a team to the Final Four. I have to imagine
2: right everyone you will be a, calling him you it. bring a team this deep right? i don't it, go
3: it, i don't players. think he would take he's not going to take some trash job just to get out of there though because unless unless all his kids leave but like i think the 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 thought was that a lot of them would be back next year but like not like you said like now you got to a final four i mean like does that change things for people that you know everyone's in the transfer portal though like Chris, you're probably in the transfer portal. I might be in the transfer portal. Literally, every human being is in the portal. So I don't even. care. It's like all these. You know, it sounds like you like Florida up.
2: Atlantic, and all you've been doing is talking about how you're not going to bet the game. So why don't you just come out and say you're betting Florida Atlantic? I, I haven't mean, bet it yet. I, I don't. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. Chris, now, what does it sound you like? You want to know it, what? It, I mean, it
1: sounds like he's just trying to treading water right now. It, so. Treading water
3: is correct. I would if I was going to bet that game, I would probably bet Florida Atlantic. I can't see myself on San Diego State. Yeah, you're my best friend.
2: I know you better than anybody in the world. You're you're not going to sit the game out. So you're better. I very well might. You want to know no, why? You're because you're there's just, fifteen. No there's fifteen baseball games on Saturday.
3: I already had action on UConn. I don't need to bet these games. They're just they're it, just man. other games.
2: Perfect. Not.
0: He's going to be sweating out the seven horse at the Florida Derby. What else has he got? Listen, like, they're just, these are just like, this is like, this
3: is sports betting right here. Like, the the big games, they're just two more basketball games.
2: Like, they just, they're just other games. Kel, nine seeds seeds are lower to make the final four, 0 and 9. Ooh,
1: that. And then also, um, I was just curious, has anybody seen any splits? Because, like, one of the guys in the comment section is like, oh, yeah, K-State killed me. I'm like, I didn't even bet K-State for the full game because I knew I had the Calcutta plus the Final Four future plus the Natty future. And, you know, it kind of became a very public side. There was splits I saw in some books over 90%. Sure, John Murray texted me and said, hey, kid, we need your cats for our lungs. Well, that's only because they're inundated with FAU money because of how they booked the game. from the futures market perspective so i'm kind of curious to see early money definitely came in on fau it's why i came down from plus two at some books
2: yeah it seems like it's back up to two almost everywhere
3: Uh, very very split this game like i there's it's pretty much down the middle like i don't think you can get a gauge of of, the money seems pretty close like it depends on where you look it's always gonna be a little different but it, it, you're not gonna be able to derive much from like looking at the markets here, in my opinion. It's pretty close.
0: What about the nightcap here, guys? 703, 704. Miami and Yukon 149 and a half, minus five in the hook. That's Yukon as the favorite. Yukon's what? Minus 130 now to win the national championship. That'd be two games in a row. Kelly, what are you thinking here? Canes versus Yukon.
1: Miami got it done for me. Uh when I was in Detroit, I was kind of. The, the wrong word, it wasn't de out, but you know, whenever um, you leave, you, you bet on an app and you leave, like you want to cash out before you leave. Like when you, I tell people when you come to Vegas, go to like three different books, deposit some money, cash out before you leave. And uh, I had lost K-State first half and I had lost San Diego State first half. But before uh, I had only put in a dime on San Diego State first half, I had like $424 left or something, Right. And, And one of the guys was like, Cal, let's just do a two-team dog parlay just for fun. I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'm going to cheer for Miami. So Miami, both San Diego State and Miami, uh, you know, had to make comebacks in that game. But God, Nigel Pack looks great. Isaiah Wong looks great. is like 100 years old. It doesn't matter. He's coaching his ass off. Miami has just been that really scrappy underdog all tournament. And everybody keeps waiting for this team to not be there and they they just keep showing up there's been a couple of exceptions as i mentioned that where drake where they were down early but that was the first game uh with their big man back and outside of that they haven't had any scares i mean wire to wire they beat houston uh that was kind of scary for them against texas they were down big and they knocked down those shots and they stood in you know front of uh, a really adverse time and, and able to get a win I don't want to bet against this Miami team right now. The whole world loves UConn because what have they been doing? Just dominating, just mm-hmm. dominating. Uh, your guy's friend Joey Cheese is over. As I stick my pen in my hair, uh, your guy's <laughs> friend Joey Cheese over here is is like moving the stool at bar stool to like crazy alternative lines, and they're just blowing teams out. And he's catching like you know plus four bills. It, it's it's kind of it's kind of nuts, but. Um, I do have to wonder what Jacob's thinking about that uh, because one of Isaiah or not Isaiah, um, excuse me, Ishmael uh, Masood, the place for K-State had, you know, wished people uh, a happy Ramadan. And I was thinking, I wonder if he's fasting during this game. Is that going to help hurt your help or hurt your performance? Um, Obviously it's something to think about. It it could potentially be a negative. I mean, you're, you're, you're not allowed to eat or drink anything, I believe.
2: Yeah. I saw that as well. (laughs) It's kind of wild. I yeah, mean, it really, is. <laughs> it
3: really I don't it really is. Listen, as someone that's got a nice UConn ticket to win this whole thing, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm probably not going to lay the points with UConn here. I think I could only bet Miami. I just think that the the neat like that you're getting a shaded line. I mean, Miami is they're not a bad team like they they've come out in this tournament and arguably like to me have beaten what we. Maybe the two not maybe the two best teams, but certainly two of the best five teams. I would Well, have they had came Texas out of night.
1: that really tough bracket that right you know Texas looked really dominant in some of their wins. Houston, even though they were down early to auburn and that, and, and I was watching the game with UNCT uh, at the Viva party in uh, Hoboken well, they, they dominated Arizona. they dominated Miami dominated all that right. Game. here comes Houston second half adjustments and they just did yeah. not come.
3: Well, I, I, Miami twice now in this tournament. You go back to the very first, you know, first night of the tournament or the first Friday of the tournament against Drake. They looked like they were going to lose to Drake, and they clamped down and defended their tails off for the final six minutes of that game. Go back to the Texas game, same thing. They just, it wasn't really Texas missing shots as much as it was Miami locked down. Final eight or nine minutes. They played so hard. There was dudes... Diving on the floor for every ball, I kind of like. That's the kind of the profile of the team I like to to back, especially as an underdog, especially as an underdog that's not getting any credit. Listen, I wasn't a Miami guy this whole tournament. I bet against them with CT. We both loved Houston. Uh, didn't work out for us, but uh, eh, man, I I don't I, I may end up on Miami on Saturday, and then I'll have a a little middle. You don't know, worry, Trip, I, I'll bet
1: on Miami with you.
3: I treat so him differently too. Let, let me let me just tell you that. this too. I, I don't I don't even the way I operate, I don't even care that I have a Yukon future. Like it, it's not gonna register for me until the final. Like I'm gonna if I end up like liking Miami, I'll bet Miami as if I would bet them any other day. And it's just like keep the you know, if they lose, well, okay, it's nice, my Yukon future advances, but I'm not gonna like just because I have action in a Yukon in the future. It's not going to keep me off Miami if I think it's the right bet. I haven't bet it yet, but it's certainly the way I'm I'm looking.
0: I'm looking Miami too, Trey uh, and Kelly. I, I just think plus five and a half might be a little bit too much. It worries me that UConn's been blowing people out. But to your guy's point, Miami's kind of been taking it to people as well. And, and we heard CT last week. I thought he brought up good points, but it also kind of flips on its head with, you know, when it was coming down to the end, something I noticed was, one, Miami knocks down their free throws. They got, like, ice in their veins. Yeah, and they're so well coached that, that your point on Samson was legitimate. But I almost think, like, Laranega is so underrated as a coach that it yeah, kind of, like – he's always been, especially yeah. as a dog, too. Yeah. So, th- that's why I don't want to say that. Can I
1: ask way. you guys a question? So, I did money shots earlier with Megan. And I, I she said this, and I agreed with her initially, and then I thought, uh, maybe that's not fair. But who has UConn beat to get where they are? I haven't seen – yes, they've been they, impressive.
2: they right? got a pretty good draw. Uh, they really but that's
1: what did. I mean. Iona, St. Mary I mean, Arkansas, that that crazy They ragdolled Gonzaga. Like, Gonzaga, they got – still kind of impressive. Absolutely yeah, yeah, because Gonzaga one, sure. had just came off that UCLA game. That's what I mean. Like, K-State had just came off that overtime win over Michigan State. What did they have left in the tank? It's tough to do when you're playing hard teams. I don't think UConn's really played anybody that was that impressive. I mean, St. Mary's beat up on VCU. Iona hung around for the first half. That was really it. Arkansas off that KU upset. Gonzaga off that crazy win where they should not have beat UCLA. I don't think UConn's really been tested in this tournament. I think my they, haven't, it they, they haven't
3: been tested because they've absolutely mer- like just demolished the teams they've played. It's not like Arkansas, Gonzaga are bad teams. St. Mary's was a bad matchup for them, but UConn just squashed them in the second half. Yeah, but in
1: the second they, they half, just, every single one of these teams, Iona was in there until the second half. saint Mary's Mary's yeah, been there in the second half.
3: But they have a big in Sinogo that's better than any big in the country, and he's playing like it. Like so. They've been able to make the adjustments, play through the post, and they're also hitting like forty something percent from three. So maybe this is where the the regression comes for UConn. Put them in a, a place where it's tougher to shoot the three in a football stadium. All of a sudden, the threes aren't falling. Maybe things get a little bit tougher for them. Miami didn't even attempt a three. Final what? Eight minutes of the game against Texas. They made that they comeback without. They didn't need to.
1: All was just post up. They they didn't need to. That was. I sat right down and was like, ah, this is this is over. This is ugly. We're just hanging out. And every time I kept looking over at the TV, I was talking to one of the, the gamblers at the Barstool event. He's like, I got Miami here. What are, you, what are you thinking? And I'm going, I'm thinking Texas doesn't have an answer all of a sudden. Right? And they didn't need to hit a monster three. They didn't need to do anything. They just chopped away at Texas until Texas had nothing left. So
3: Cal, Cal. UConn definitely has an answer, but what UConn hasn't experienced yet in this tournament is like getting punched in the mouth and then and then potentially responding to it. They they blew out Iona. I was at the St. Mary's game. That was like close at half, and then they came out. They were never really tested in the second half. Demolished Arkansas. That one was over before it started. Demolished Gonzaga. That one was over before it started. So, so
1: what, outside what, of okay, outside of beating Alabama on a neutral court this year. Who have they played and had an impressive win over?
2: Well, I
3: was at the Marquette game and they murdered Marquette and it was very impressive. But But like, then
1: Marquette turned around and beat him in the Big East conference.
3: Yeah, I don't know. That the, the Big East tournaments, like that these teams, like I never know if you ca- like teams actually care. Like they're already in. I, I don't put a ton of stock in that. Listen, UConn's a really good team. They're pro on like talent-wise, they're the best of the four teams left. They're the most dominant. But it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win a one-off game against a very capable Miami team. That's kind of what I'm saying here. So, with when it when it comes to the number, I almost think that you're getting a little bit of, of value with Miami, I, and I just have to figure out if I if I'm willing to sort of you know go to battle with them against UConn, or I just want to step aside and let it play out because
0: UConn is potentially that good. And Kelly, you bring up you bring up a good point of who have they played in the tournament, and you're right. I mean, it, this isn't the the rockiest road to the Final Four by by any means, by long shot. But it, you also got to factor in they did come from the Big East, they beat Marquette, they beat Creighton, they beat some solid teams along the way. You bring up Alabama, but also add on top of that. This tournament there's been as many upsets as I can remember. It's not like anybody's road was really tough. Like in compared to years past, Miami's is probably the toughest and it's it's not the toughest road out there. I think that's there. what I'm
1: getting at. And but but also sometimes that tougher schedule can beat you up. It can take a lot out of you, granted. The nice thing is is they're going to have almost a week's worth of rest yeah. to kind of not have tired legs, but that's why I said I think that Yukon had some advantageous wins uh over teams that Had played left their heart and soul out on the court the previous game.
0: Yeah. No, it's a good point. And and they've really ran over people. This could be one where they win the national championship, and we look back and we're like, we should have known that they were the best team, you know. Drew, you're
3: the totals guy. You have you you see the totals and and quantify them way better than I do. This feels high, in my opinion. This one feels high to me. If if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna go off the fact that like you're, they're playing in a football stadium and maybe the, like all the threes aren't falling and stuff at like 150 like that seems that seems a little high here i, I would almost lean toward the
0: under i mean is it going to slow down that much you've seen Yukon i mean it's tough to actually when teams blow teams out like this guys that's what makes the totals market really difficult because you're like oh man like how do they are they really playing this slow or is it just because they got a huge lead and they're resting it so it's almost like the unknown you know, like it's like an unpaved road up there. You don't know how UConn's really looking to play in the tournament because they've blown so many people out. It's just Miami; they can score, so they can score. And the way the fouls have been being called this tournament, I was just getting ready
1: to say that, Drew. I would, I would throw up to take an under here. I would be very, very nauseous.
0: Yeah, th- this thing like it seems like eighty four, you know, seventy seven, so something. One like of that. the guys My, at work
1: was was live betting, and he's like, hey. Uh, what do you think? And I said, Don't pre don't pre-bet this. Like you already missed the good number in the Texas uh Miami game. Just wait and you'll find a live. He found a great number live, like 155 and a half, and it still went flying over. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean even though those last few minutes it just didn't matter. I, I think that this looks like an absolute up and down boat race. Just
3: yeah, like let's there's what, so Miami's gonna get killed on the boards here, most likely. So there's not gonna be they're not gonna get second chance points. So they, it I think they're going to have to be pretty efficient on both ends to for this one to go over because one forty nine and a half is not a small number. Like you, you need a pretty efficient offensive performance to uh to to get that up over one fifty. So I I think my strongest lean might be the under of any of these four games under in UConn Miami uh, unless the rims are super soft like they are in the NIT. Even though somehow North North Texas Wisconsin didn't go over, but um yeah I, I lean under in, in the second game.
0: Can't wait for this final four. CT, we got your back, man. Any uh, final thoughts here before we get uh, final thoughts for the show on this game?
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I don't know what's going on. Um, I, I w- What I was going to say is that I, I thought, you know, we were talking about how UConn's path uh, wasn't tough. I, I thought the Zaga game was was very impressive. Um, I mean, they completely shot, shut down the nation's top offensive team. Uh, they held them to 33% shooting from the floor and 10% from deep. So uh, I, I think that was a, a really, really impressive uh, win. Now, now there's some differences, right? Gonzaga tried to run through everything through Drew Timmy, uh, and Miami runs everything uh, through their guards. But regardless, what UConn did to that Zaga uh, team was, was very impressive. And if the Miami guards don't show up offensively, then they might be in for a really, really long night. Uh, I had a long conversation with uh, my friend, my good, our good friend, Kenny White last night, and he is stands the same as me. Hasn't not in a rush to go lay five and a half, nor to see he said, CT, I won't be taking five and a half either. Um, So I kind of came up with something. uh, Well, it's so square and I I really don't care. Uh, I bet uh, more on UConn to win the national championship at minus 110. That's what I did.
1: Oh, you found a minus one ten?
2: Yeah, there, wow. there's some minus one hundred fives out there too that I don't have an account with.
1: Interesting. I uh, t- I was texting with Cheese, and he, you know, he was like, "Hey, what do you think? What it makes more sense here?" And I wasn't finding anything under like minus one twenty five. One, it's
2: one thirty. Circa's still minus one ten. Yep. Wow. Circa's. Minus now, here's
1: 10. my question: Having a sharp book like that, doesn't that kind of well, concern you? Well, a
2: lot of people ask, uh Benson, and they were like, and his response was no. We're rooting for UConn. UConn's a win for us, so it then doesn't concern me at all. Um, yeah, that, but that's I would, what I mean. Might... They
1: need so UConn's a win for them in the future, right? Because they, the they probably they probably get line. killed.
3: They probably get killed if Miami wins it. Correct. Right. I
1: there they are do. guys at the Barstool Sportsbook that have hundred to one tickets. Yep. like that. I was talking oh. to the other day in Detroit. I could not believe it. They, I was like, that is. I was like, where was that? And they go right before the tournament in, started. And, and I the thought people
3: have. People have probably bet FAU and San Diego State along the way, where like Yukon's just was never value once the tournament started. I bet they are just not as tied to UConn because of that.
2: Uh, um, our good friend, uh, I can't believe I forgot to tell you guys this, but Jeff Patch, he has a tu- he has a two hundred dollar ticket on Florida Atlantic to win hundred grand. <laughs> That's what? awesome. Yeah.
1: So maybe what Jeff and I should just do, I'll and just same. call Jeff and be like, yo, yeah. Jeff. We should just split, regardless.
2: Yeah, he called me and asked me uh, what I should do or what well, he should do. Tell said, you're, you're asking the wrong person. Call Brad. And he, did Tell. It. you realize that that makes if if either of you are going
3: to hedge, that makes way 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 more sense, right? Because I know you're going to. If you yeah. don't
1: think that the second I get off here before I go on the next podcast, I'm not calling Jeff Patch. It makes way more yeah, sense.
3: work work out a deal. You'll you'll get way better odds, like just money line odds, working yeah. out a deal with him than you would. Trying to bet it against a book because
0: no hold basically. Love so, the breakdown, guys. Yep. I will just right. gonna
2: leave it with with one final thing, right? And I and I was one that wasn't as high on this UConn team a, a, as a lot of people were out there. Um, but I'm willing to admit when I'm wrong. And, and I was I, I was I couldn't believe that before the Gonzaga game that I was able to get plus four minus one ten. I thought that was out of control, right? Now a lot of people are like, oh my God, you can get five and a half with Miami. Like that's out of control, right? So I just said to you, I'm not, I haven't bet one way or the other, but I'm gonna tell you one thing. This Yukon team is built different than a lot of other teams and programs out there right now. They play with that chip on their shoulder, and Sonogo is a friggin' grown man in the paint. And you while know the what the canes really don't have anybody like him. Outside of Omir, maybe, and if Omir gets into foul trouble, turn the lights off, go to bed, G- go to bed, because they will get run out, run out. And this is from somebody who had a Miami ticket on Sunday in my pocket and wanted to blow my brains out with down 13 with nine minutes left, okay? Like, let's not forget how disorganized this defense of Miami is. Like, it just hasn't caught up to them yet. And it was very close to getting caught up to him uh versus Texas. And, versus and they catch <laughs> a break. Trig and I have seen Texas go cold in streaks all single yep. year all year long. And they just got real and this is from somebody who had Miami, they got really, really lucky that they ran into that Texas cold team. I don't know if Yukon could go as cold as Texas can. I, I I don't think that Miami wins this game, Drew. They they have a shot to cover. Normally, CT would be all over Miami in this game, getting the points. I I won't be. I I just bet UConn to win the the whole thing. Yeah, if starts for my breakdown, that that was it.
0: Okay, Miami's a tough one, too. I, I, I want to get behind them, but yeah, I think you're on to something. This, this UConn team might just roll people. Trig, let's get uh, final thoughts here, and if you got anything, NIT, man. how about We haven't brought it up yet. We've been going for, what, 40 minutes? Conference USA, I, what about this? We've seen the SEC and Big Ten <laughs> dominate in football. We've seen ACC, Big East, Big 12 dominate in basketball. I don't think we've ever seen anything like this at the conference. What are they, 15, 16, 17, and 1? In the CBI and the NIT and look at FAU. They should have gotten more teams in the NCAA tournament. This is absolute domination. They're gonna win the
3: NIT regardless, Drew. Two conference USA teams playing in the final. UAB North Texas, tough game. Two teams know each other well, playing for the fourth time this year. Again, again, these are all good. Like this is what happens at this time of the year. They're all really good games. The line is tight. It's tough to find. You know, I thought I had my found my last sort of edge with Wisconsin, and then they. Didn't score for nine minutes. So final thoughts. I, that may, I kind like of like
1: Texas. Just, yeah, like, I just, do a little just bit. Slight glance. Just glance. Don't a bet it glance. yet.
3: Don't bet it yet, Kelly, because that's going to get driven up. It, it's probably, of course, the like,
1: whole world's going to want to be on jelly. I get it.
3: By tomorrow, you very well may see threes there, three and a half. And, and I may even That might be the one thing I actually do would be coming with North Texas. Um, if it, if it moves enough, I'm mad at myself for not doing that with Utah Valley last night after it moved a ridiculous, like, four points. Um, But Final Thoughts has been an awesome basketball season. Drew, I know you're excited for baseball, so that makes half of the panel. Can't wait for opening day tomorrow. And my best bet for the show, I'm going to give an MLB future out, one that I think is really nice value, one that you should bet because uh, I think that this is something that you'll have a nice price in your pocket come, you know, September, October, once we hit baseball playoffs. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna take the St. Louis Cardinals to win the National League. And to win the World Series, those prices were like nine to one and eighteen to one earlier this week at points bet when I did the show with Ariel on Monday. I think they've dropped a little bit since. Um, listen, the Car- so we got some new rules in baseball this year, okay? It's going to play, the league is gonna play toward teams that can defend, teams that put the ball in play. The Cardinals do both of those. The Cardinals specifically, their defense is incredible. And now that we're not shifting anymore, you're going to have to be able to play your position. They have virtually an entire roster of guys that are in a contract year, with the exception of two guys in the middle of their order that could both win the MVP, and Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado. So very rare to see two guys that are bona fide MVP candidates hitting back-to-back in the order. And then you have a number of guys that are in their contract year and, and, and then you have a handful of other guys that are just, like, really good players that haven't even really, like, broken out and, and had their, like, career year yet. Lars Nupar is an awesome young player that I don't think a lot of people know, know about. Tommy Edmond. Right now, Jordan Walker is the favorite to win the National League Rookie of the Year. Uh, I mean, he's going to be in the shuffle there. Yepes was awesome last year. He'll be, you know, he'll be in some capacity. Um, so they have a lot of players. And people are t- like, yeah, Wainwright's hurt. Listen, Wainwright's old doesn't matter they have they have plenty of young pitching and the guys that they lost right like Albert Pujols he's a guy who would want to fade anyway he's old as hell Yadier Molina was already becoming an issue behind the plate he was already a liability what did they do Drew they made one big move this offseason it was to get Wilson Contreras huge upgrade at the catcher position in my opinion um, just from an everyday standpoint and then Quintana was their midseason acquisition last year and they, like, there's no way he was going to do what he did. And now, now you've got all these guys. If the Cardinals need an arm come July or August, they have like an embarrassment of riches when it comes to being able to trade guys away with, with fringe starters and people in their farm system so they can go out and take the biggest arm on the market and grab them in July if they need them. The Brewers suck, Drew. I think they're a fade this year. The Cubs aren't ready to compete yet at that level, so they'll probably win the NL Central. Cardinals is I I I I would bet them across, you know, their win total, 88.5, 89. That's a that's a lot to ask, regardless of any good team. But you get them at like 9 to 1 to win the NL, 18 to 1 to win the World Series, shop around that the numbers all over the place. But I think you've got some real nice value. I would not be at all surprised if you've got the Cardinals in the NLCS with a chance to hedge off that bet if you want
0: to, or, or have a nice price going forward. Okay. Good breakdown there in the NL central, uh, for trig, um, guys, check them out at wagertalk.com and to, to kind of correlate with, with what trig was talking about. My best bet for the show is going to be the Cincinnati reds in their season win total to the under of 66. I'm going to use another rule change here to our advantage um, they're not playing as many divisional games in MLB. So the central teams, both in the AL and the NL, I'm actually looking to fade because instead of playing, you're also, in my opinion, subpar division, you know, 18, 19 times. Per season, you're only going to play them 12 or 13. You're going to have to play the East and the West a lot more. So I think central teams are actually going to be kind of downgraded here. So the Cincinnati Reds at 66 wins. I mean, they had less than that last year. They, they're they trying to say they improved offensively. I don't know if I believe that And their top three arms of the pitching staff yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty solid. But after that, it's a huge drop off. They have one of the worst bullpens in baseball. And I think their top three, all young guys going to have short leashes. So I don't think they're going to have a good pitching staff or a good uh, lineup here. And then that schedule advantage, I bet the under for the Cincinnati Reds 66 as their season win total. So a uh, little correlation there with Trig and my best bet uh, at Kelly in Vegas on Twitter, Kelly Stewart, check her out at Barstool Sportsbook, wagertalk.com Kelly, do you have a best bet and any final thoughts for the season here of the hustle?
1: Best bet, San Diego state. Uh, I, I really do like them in the spot. I think their defense is going to step up and I think we're going to see the end of the owls. Um, yeah. I've got a little bias in that, not because of K state, but because of my Calcutta future, I guess is what you would call that. Uh, but we already broke down the game quite a bit. I do, I do think that uh, offensively it, it concerns me that they can't, run with this team but they have just been able to lock down every single one of their opponents it has just become a slow crawl look what they did to Alabama look what they were able to do against Creighton and even when those teams did take leads whether it was you know eight nine ten points they came back they were able to just take teams out of the rhythm and those are the types of teams I want to be able to bet on so I'm going to take the defense here with San Diego State
0: good stuff from kelly stewart guys again we're presented by viva tequila seltzer our flavors pair per- perfectly with our intestinal blanco tequila for a subtle and refreshing drinks our belief is to live long live well and live it up hashtag viva up check out wagertalk.com uh best free live odds out there a lot of free uh, uh sports betting information premium picks as well chris thurston at ct 16 on twitter ct bets man this is this is the end of our uh, this is the end of the season. You want to do what once a month during baseball? Can we hook you on anything?
2: Yeah, I'd like to do something with with, with you guys. Uh, we'll have to figure something out. It can't be just the end until until football. But I'm with Kel. I don't really do baseball. Uh, I'm going to play a shit ton of golf, go to the beach, and I'll be banging NHL playoffs. I'll be giving out picks for that. So you can DT watch.
1: Pucks is back. I love it.
2: He Pucks is back. and. Okay. um Final thoughts, I guess, is thanks for thanks for watching. It was a uh, fun season two, and shit ton of episodes. And we'll be back next year, and uh, drink some Vivas, buy some Vivas. You can get them <laughs> online, right, Drew? vivatequilacelser.com deliver right to your doorstep. And uh, yeah, support. I need a break
1: from Viva CT. I had way too many Vivas. And then Johnny Detroit came to town and goes, hey, bring down a case of Vivas. And I said, uh, Chris, a, big drink the room, drinking, a drink, drinking a Viva. And he's like, you're drinking? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, it's Johnny's birthday. I, 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 need, I need to take like a, like a five-day hiatus from Viva and any booze, frankly. But uh, um, we whacked we a bunch of Vivas the other night. We had a great time uh, overall. And uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us and uh, dealing with all of our insanities.
0: Is, is there any it, it, worth it for a little quick story of the weekend? Was anything
1: Let's hear worth it?
0: it? I, I don't for know. Me? I, I was the one that wasn't there. Oh,
1: besides the fact that CT told me I was the worst friend ever because I was going to bed after San Diego state money line cash. And I was like, <laughs> I have the biggest day ever tomorrow. I'm going to the elite eight. And he was not very happy. Uh, but I helped him get down a significant amount on Creighton, so I kind of you know, made up for
2: it. After uh, those games drew i I was very uh irresponsible, I guess and called in a couple of big uh, big wagers <laughs> on Creighton and Texas. Uh, it worked out to my advantage, but if I when I woke up the next morning and both of those lost, CT would have <laughs> been uh very upset with himself um, but it ended up working out. Don't try that at home kids and uh, uh my best bet is San Diego State I'm taking the grown men in the final four to advance uh to the finals and I know a lot of people like this um I have the lines that Kenny makes uh the game in the finals against uh both teams so he makes oh, I love uh,
1: this Let's he hear makes
2: it. UConn favored uh by five points over the Aztecs and he makes it minus seven and a half over Florida Atlantic so. Uh, I know people like hearing that that stuff, so I ha- have them on my show every week and ask them that question. So
1: shout out Jermaine! I do feel bad for Jermaine. Jermaine, uh, Jermaine. An, uh, Alabama Alabama moneyline ticket. I felt bad. Like I probably, I I I was like, all right, I just need San Diego State to cover right now, and uh, it's all over. And every time I walked past Jermaine, I was like, eek.
2: Jermaine, Jermaine was there. the man he was all upset that you left uh Treg and he didn't get, a, get yeah. to get to I I'm sorry, Jermaine. I, I had to go to a wedding and why Lillard you don't have
1: weddings uh, April to August. We've already been no one's
3: this. allowed to get married ever. I know. That's <laughs> April a to
1: August.
2: No, You've no wedding. You got five
1: months to get married.
2: From from the girl who goes to like three of them during football season. Treg. I know. Yeah. You're I right. went to
1: one. Yeah. 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 No, I got no, invited no, to like seven.
2: Right,
3: right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's uh I had the, I had the old uh FAU on the, on the um, phone, on the table. Mallory wasn't thrilled about that, but she allowed it. She knew I had a lot on FAU. Sorry, Kel. Uh, I put it away for the UConn game because there it wasn't a game. It was over in two seconds. So good time at the wedding, but I wish I was able to stay in Hoboken longer on Friday. Uh, but I did meet, you know, it was fun meeting whoever showed up, and thanks for coming. Thanks for coming to our Turning Stone event. CT and I had a blast with, Ryan power and, and some of the other guys and who showed up. So uh, we appreciate you guys. And you know, I'll, I'm down to do a show whenever Kel. I'll come on and talk baseball any day just for you. So just let me know. Go, we'll go
1: see Ariel. She'll talk baseball with you all day long. I did. I went,
3: I got to go into the studio on Monday, into the points bet studio in Manhattan, stayed an extra day, did the show with Ariel. That was really fun. My first time in an actual studio. Usually you guys want to doing... know
1: he didn't, Page sporanic was coming in, and Ariel text and said, "Trig's gonna meet, get to meet Page," and he didn't even hang around to go meet Page. Like,
2: because I even gone. He's more famous than Page. I mean, I had been gone since Friday
3: morning. Trig didn't have time to wait for Page. Page needs to be on to my out. schedule. Yeah. So,
2: um, yeah, sorry, Page. Well, hopefully, we'll meet meet I you know next it. time. Drew, one <laughs> final thought before we close out. that I forgot to tell you. Uh, you guys, Steve Thurston wants to do an event down in Florida this summer at a uh, Viva Bar. So Trig and I, we're gonna have to set up a weekend. We're coming down, gonna get everybody together. Maybe, maybe we will go to a baseball game and a Viva Beach Bar, something along those lines. That's a little relaxing before we get crazy and football starts again. So. Be on the lookout for that. We'll be advertising that, and anybody who wants to come down or even lives in the area, we'll let you know and come drink some vivas with us.
0: That'd be awesome. Music to my ears. Uh, West Coast, East Coast, either way. Florida's more of a football town, but uh, baseball we'll have to do over the summer. Kelly in Vegas, we got Adam Trigger, we got Chris Thurston, I'm Drew Martin. That does it for Season 2 of The Hustle, guys. Um, smash that like button. Please re- Uh, reply below, cash those tickets. Thanks for tuning in. We will be back in August. Cash those tickets.